Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. There's five, six stories. Two of them are kind of the same thing. So this show's (laughs) only going to be four hours. (laughs) (laughs) You wish. We always Uh, find a way. We always find a way. So I'm I'm not, at this point, predicting a short show. Well, if it wasn't for Nintendo, (laughs) then this would be an exceptionally short week. Nobody did anything. Everybody's still out watching The Avengers. That and everyone's buttholes are puckered for uh, for E three next month. Yeah, they're just they're not letting anything out. Nothing's coming out before the the month before E three, except yeah. we finally got a look at actual details of the Nintendo Switch online service launching September, which they are creatively calling Nintendo Switch Online. I like that. Direct. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nintendo Direct. It's yeah, it's none of this, yeah. uh, you know, PlayStation Plus, uh, you know, Xbox Gold. Just Nintendo Switch Online. I get why the other guys give these things names, but yeah. I must admit, I'm now confused. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the thing I pay for on PlayStation is called, and I don't know what the other things are called, and anything like that. So, Nintendo Switch Online, I can I can live with that. I think yeah, and I think Nintendo. I think the real reason they call it such direct, you know, such simple things is that it's an online service, and I think they're afraid that if they don't name it properly, they will forget what it is. Yeah, so it's very clear. Yeah. Uh, it they will- used up all their creative naming on Labo. I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. uh, it will yeah. cost three dollars ninety nine a month, or nineteen or nineteen ninety nine a year, which is that's fine. It's about half um, the price. No, it's more than half the price of. The competitors but what you get mm. the, the, this is now the, there has been mixed response to this and i don't know where i stand with it uh it <laughs> has ranged from yay online service to we waited a year for that <laughs> yeah, what, so, what were Rich, you doing being someone being someone who hasn't read the article because i couldn't be bothered so i give my money to girl. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i give my money to nintendo what do i get in return well, glad you asked, Emma, because what you'll get is online play, which at the right. moment is free, but mm-hmm. they have always said since launch, it won't always be free. When we launch the online service, it will be part of that. So this bit's free for now, but it's not always going to be. So I can live with that. Now, but a the, lot of people who didn't read the fine print are going to whinge about we're that. We're going to whinge about it. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, prepare yourself in September for all the upset people, you know, the six-year-olds, uh, oh, the parents absolutely. of six-year-olds who play Splatoon going, me, 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 me. So anyway, put that, park that for now. Yeah, that's going to happen. Baker had um, kids. But honestly, <laughs> they... Uh, <laughs> it's not my best impression. So. They, uh, uh, they really did say that this was always going to be a thing. So no surprise, no shock, and is enough to sell the service alone because I want to play Splatoon. So that's yeah. I the, mean, re- the rest and, of the things are irrelevant from this point. And let's not forget this service is probably going to launch around the same time as Smash Brothers. Yeah. So that's people are going to be fine. It's paid for. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I would not be surprised if it's the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it, oh, it would be awful though if they gave people like a couple of weeks of free Smash Bros. And online then took play. it away. And <laughs> we're like, okay, and that's what they'll do. That's called synergy. Yeah, yeah pony up, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's the thing. Then you get right. 
20 NES games with added online play for the first time ever and more games added regularly. I will click on the learn more button so I yep. can give you more Long. details. Oh, right. I, I, so what, I misread this. I thought that uh, they said that there were 10 coming at launch and then another 10 over the following year. But it just says the service will launch with 20 games. Yeah, they and they've told us what 10 of them are. And yep. those are Soccer, Tennis, whew, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, Legend of Zelda, and Super Mario Brothers 3. And more to Always be revealed. Always trying to get Dr. Mario in there, even though nobody likes it. Um... That was the one I was looking forward to playing. <laughs> <laughs> of, of those 10, that was it. Uh, there yeah, will they, be... Uh, the Dr. Mario theme tune is the alert I use on my phone to remind me to take my medication. There you go. It's very useful for lots of things. It's useful for me. It's literally saving... Well, it's not saving my life. It's stopping me from killing everyone else in the house. I've said, I've said that on Facebook when people are like, do you really need all these antidepressants? I'm like, no, you need yep. me to take all of these antidepressants. Yeah. They are not yep. stopping me killing myself. They're stopping me killing all of you. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. So there will be 10 more revealed before September. I would bet a left testicle that Super Mario Brothers 2 is one of them. Whose left testicle? Mine. Actually, okay. mine. I'm not a fan of it. I was going to say, is that the useless one? It's not useless. It does what it does. It just hurts sometimes. And it I, could I, be. I'd love to know uh, if one of my balls is carrying more weight than the other. Well, one of them, they don't, they're not even, are they, usually? No, it is one, usually one, one hangs lower than the other for to avoid sort of squashing Clanking, like, you know, yeah. those clacker bowl things. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, am I swear to God. I, that I know is my you, I, know you, I know you ladies have the whole, you know, the bleeding uneven and all boots. that. Yeah, and the right. uneven boobs, but, yeah, just managing these fucking balls is a pain. Yeah, you definitely have the worst of it when I've got literally lumping around like a stone of boobs. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. I, you know, let me weep for you there, Mike. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Nintendo. I hear the stuff. sarcasm, but I'm ignoring it. <laughs> Fine. It straight, so, yeah. Good, I'm glad. Right, carry on. <laughs> so there will be more. Now, this this has caused many people to, to bemoan the loss of the virtual console. Because uh, and, and indeed, one of our other God. stories was there will be no virtual console. Um yeah. You know, look, deal with it. The virtual console at most was like a folder name, right? It, it mm. meant nothing. So you just buy the games as you want them. And that's probably what they'll do, like they've done with all the others that they brought out that have been old arcade games and such. They're just individual things in the store. You know, so there won't be a virtual console button you can go to, but so what? I suppose since they never made any attempt to unify the console, the virtual console across systems, the fact that, you know, it was tied to the system that you bought the thing on. So you had to buy each game individually yeah. on each fucking system, which was a dick move. Um, you know, it kind of ruined the idea of it as a service, as a unified service. So why not just, you know, put the things up individually? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and what, what I actually find most interesting about this bit of it is the... The, these are not the original versions of these games. These are these not are, just ROMs that they stuck on there. They have added online interactivity to them. They haven't said what. I'm imagining like The Legend of Zelda is going to have like Dark Souls-style comments that you can leave. I, I don't know. Uh, it will obviously vary from game to game, but yeah. they talk about it being you know varying from multiplayer to just leaderboards and stuff like that. So 
Might just be leaderboards. Oh, I mean, because um, like you would know this. I mean, as well that sometimes with the in speed running of Link of uh, Zelda games, yeah. there's randomizers and stuff. So I wonder if they would put that in there. Could be. You can get that. Would be an interesting idea. Hmm. It randomizes the location of chests and things like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, that I didn't expect them to be sort of revisiting these old games and adding to them. Well, it's it funny because it goes back to the thing where people, when the Switch launched, found that version of uh, golf. Yeah. Mario Golf, or just golf as it was called, uh, hidden away in the uh, the system's firmware that had motion controls added to it. Uh, so it wasn't just the ROM that was in there that actually gone in and edited the code. Uh, although, interestingly, again, that's not among these games. Well, I was just going to say, I bet you golf is, is one of the next 10 announced. Yeah, yeah. It probably will Golf be. Golf yeah. and Super Mario Brothers 2, because there's no way it's going to have Super Mario Brothers 1 and 3 and not 2. That would be mental. That is odd. That would just be so ridiculous. Although it depends what version of Super Mario Brothers 2 they bring. Do they bring the oh, original the, yeah, Super Mario Brothers 2, the Japanese they, Lost no, you, World? You do the Lost Levels as a separate thing. Yeah, so it'll be the uh, the one that was that Doki Doki game. Yeah. I mean, really what we wanted from this is that admission that, look, Nintendo, we've all got a file on our computers with every NES game on it. Yeah. And and that file is like two megabytes. And the only reason why you haven't made that file available publicly is just being dicks. <laughs> so that is annoying. Like, you could just make every Nintendo t- title available tomorrow. They could just do that. Pretty but, much, yeah. But they aren't doing. And that is what's fucking frustrating about it. Plus, they find a fucking market for reselling them at an ordinary prices, uh, you know, in a mini console. So That as well. That is also a thing. So, you know, although I, I, I'm confident in thinking that the mini consoles aren't a big enough part of their business for them to no. worry about in any way scuppering the Switch to protect them. Well, no, they're you can't not. bloody get one. Yeah, well, you, 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 well, I mean, you can oh, now, yeah. but I mean, uh, when they were probably developing this model, I mean, there was, there was, I mean, especially in the NES, there's so much scarcity in trying to get hold of one of those that only real, like, Capital F fans are going to be now paying out the money that it will cost. And anyway, those sort of people are going to get this service anyway, so yeah. it, it makes no odds. Next on the list, we have Save Data Cloud Backup. Which is that's a fairly basic. That's another biggie, and is a fairly basic thing. Um, there's been, a, and again, I've seen people moaning that the Switch is the only console that you have to. There is a paid service around getting your save games off the console. Considering save data is so tiny, you know, it's megabytes at most. It kind of annoying, you know, Microsoft, Steam. Uh, Sony, they all offer cloud saves for free. Yeah, uh, it is kind of annoying, especially considering the Switch really needs this. I I totally agree. I mean, it's a console that's in much more imminent danger than any of the others. Yeah, I'm not gonna drop my PS4. <laughs> no, you are not. No. It's not gonna fall out of my bag. It's not gonna get stolen off me on the bus. It's not. I have never. You know, I've never casually walked into a room and just sort of casually thrown my PS4 on the bed. Exactly, it's stuff like that. <laughs> I've never. I've never been sitting playing it over a pool of a small pool of water. 
as uh, a lot of yeah. uh, switches are played. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. the best place to play them. Um, and so it needs something like this. It would be nice if they'd added in something like put a USB drive into your switch and just get them off onto that or something. But that you could add with firmware. That's that's a system update. So remain hopeful for that. Mm. Um, next, we have Switch Nintendo Switch Online app, which is oh a, that'll get some use. Which is a grim experience. Is it? With, with with absolutely no redeeming features whatsoever. Uh, is that the one you need in order to use the online chat, or is that a separate app? No, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, it's just depressing. So it, it it's really not. Is. It it. This isn't a new feature of Nintendo Online. This is just reminding you of a thing that you that maybe nobody have to use. Yeah, but that don't want to. Nobody likes and. All that sort of thing. I'm just going to open it now on my phone because I've oh. I've recently installed it because of Splatoon or Splatoon. Uh, I've, call, it, I've always called it Splatoon, like yeah. Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. Yeah. And it has this. So it, the top half of the screen is just a big logo, and then the bottom half of the screen is game specific services, and it's broken down into just icons per game. And there's half of my iPhone screen is taken up with lots of space for lots of icons for lots of games. But there's just <laughs> one, because in the last year and a bit, there's only ever been one game created that ever used it, and that's Splatoon. So it, it, it just looks unfinished, um, and it's totally useless. I, c- I can see my Splatoon score, which is as useful as that is, <laughs> you know, like, it, who cares? Um and stuff like that, but it's not... It shouldn't be a thing, put it that way. I shouldn't mm. need to use it for voice chat, but you do. And you have to have some sort of weird headphone setup as well, which is odd. Um. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of it, and neither is anybody else, to be honest. Yeah, they need to move that functionality from an app onto the fucking console. Yeah, I, I like that... I like that there's an app and that I can kind of just, you know, with compatible online games, go in and see things related to that game. That little bit in itself is nice. And Mm. it's not like Nintendo are the first ones to do that. I remember us all losing our shit over the Call of Duty one that came out. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that was years ago. But it's the, the fact, as you said it, the one you need for voice chat, that's the annoying bit. We could live with the rest if they just put voice chat on the fucking console. But again, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Although, yeah, it's a good thing that, you know, talking to people online is a mistake anyway, so... That is the other thing. I mean, In a way, they're <laughs> helping us avoid that. As much as I, you know, bemoan how badly it's done, I don't want to talk to other people, so... I suppose if you've got, like, a Splatoon team that you play as or something like that, then, you know, because these, these are then people that you know and have a elected. crew? Yeah. A squad? Something <laughs> like that. A posse. <laughs> uh, what, what is the uh, collective pronoun for a group of squid? Squids. Well, that would be a squad. Yeah. A squid squad. Squid yeah. squad? Oh, my God. We've, we've made a thing. We have. I think they probably already thought of that thing. Shh. We're original. <laughs> The final thing on the list is special offers, which is about as fucking vague as it gets. What does that mean? Well, I'm guessing it means stuff like what you get when you get the gold coins from buying games and can get discounts on other games. 
Wallpapers oh, for everybody. Shit. Oh no, okay. Uh, it is not a squad. It's a show, is it? but no, there is a, there is a change.org petition <laughs> to change yeah. it from show to squad. We'll need a link to that if we'll you need could. a link to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's it. That's what you get. That's what we've waited an extra year for <laughs> for them to put together. Yeah. I, I get the uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get the what the fuck were we waiting for attitude because I'm with you on that. What what were you doing, Nintendo, about this? Rolling in money. There is that. This has the feeling of. I mean, those of us who did the old style British A levels, this feels like the you know A levels last two years, and essentially they were all decided by exams at the end. So most of us spent a year and a half shit faced. And not doing any work. And then someone went, oh, fuck, our exams are in three months. Shouldn't we have done something? This somewhat feels like what this press conference was. Yeah, cram it in, cram it in, cram, <laughs> cram it in. Cram, just anything, anything, that'll do. It's I, I get people's frustration with it. It's fairly limited in what it's offering, but it's They're cheap. very, very lucky that the console and the games are fucking awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> because yeah. if they hadn't had such a strong foundation... This would reek of... Yeah. But that said, what are they not offering that Sony and Microsoft are offering? Well, to be honest, though, but Sony and Microsoft offered me that out of the box. I didn't have to wait a year and a half. I plugged my machine in and all those things were there already. That's true. That said, from September, if you buy a Switch, that will be the case. So it's only for... The what eighteen million or so of us that have bought one in the <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, I was just saying, except for everyone who bought a Switch already, which is loads of people. Um, um yeah, have only had to wait two years for this. I imagine they'll be well past twenty million by September. Yeah, that number's going to take a, hit, uh, a you know a boost. Well, when, when Smash drops, it will yep. be bazillions of people. So absolutely. Yep. So I, I I don't know. It is what it is. I'm fairly eh, about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that yeah, conveys that's my emotion. The, yeah, I think that's kind of the emotion that a lot of people have had. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of, kind, I'm kind of in the the park of like, I find the lack of sort of of updated kind. Of, I know you're saying a virtual console is only a folder and stuff, but I think that as the owner of an Xbox with the backwards compatibility system of like, you've got an old Xbox games, mega, just chuck them in and play them. Um, you can buy them from the store today. Um, I think it's they are missing a trick by not saying, you know, all those GameCube games you loved, buy them. Oh, absolutely. So I do think that it just, I do feel like they're leaving money on the table. And I'm not quite, I don't quite understand why. I, Unless I, it's it's that thing that I think that they're going to try and do is that, you know, the Switch is all this stuff. And then if you want to play GameCube games, go to, go to a 3DS. That's our legacy yeah. console. I, I honestly think we will see older Nintendo games just in the eShop. As standalone things. As standalone things. They just won't okay. be under that banner heading of virtual console. Virtual console. I mean, that that's all it is on the 3DS. You click on the virtual console button on the eShop, and it takes you to a page that's like every other page in the store. It's just got yeah, those just, items yeah. grouped together. Mm. Okay. I, 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 okay, in that case, then... You know, I, I accept that, but I think it's just you know I just feel like they're they're kind of just leaving so much on the table, and I just sort of think, well, 
it's only going to sell more units. I don't really quite know what yeah. they're waiting for, if you see what I mean. Or I if mean, they've decided to not do it entirely, I don't understand that either. Uh, well, really, the question is, if they are going to go the route of just selling these things in the eShop without that banner heading, get on with it. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. What, yeah. I don't understand what, why what, this what are you doing? fannying about. What, what, just put every game you've got on there, would you? Because the... the 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 quote about there being no virtual console, like you say, it just says there are currently no plans to bring classic games together under the virtual console banner as has been done in, in other Nintendo systems. That could just be a rebranding. They could be renaming it to Nintendo Classics or, you know, something like that. My it's money's that, on it's, Nintendo it's Classics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not worried about anything. So, it is just what it is. You know, that's... That's it, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the world's reaction to the Nintendo Online service. Okay, what else do we have? Oh yeah, the other Nintendo thing. <laughs> this this is funny. This is, is this is just silly. So they do this YouTube called Nintendo Minute, uh, which I don't watch because it's frightfully twee, uh, in in a way that only corporate produced media is. Yeah. And it seems such white teeth. Yes, such white teeth and gleefulness. And can I just say that the Xbox equivalent Xbox on is equally vomit inducing. They, yeah. they all Good are. on Sony for not doing this. <laughs> Sony do do one. Do they? Yeah. I've never seen it. Exactly. It's as good <laughs> as, as Microsoft's <laughs> Nintendo's. <laughs> uh anyway, they did this one recently where it showed footage of the host of the show going to a game store. Uh, it looked like, yeah, they were going to buy Donkey Kong. You would think that Nintendo would give them a copy, but hey. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> This is called a shop. Yeah. And there are physical objects in the shop where you buy with really thin slices of tree called money <laughs> and <laughs> for all the millennials at home. In, in mm. the footage of this shop, um, they have, because it's a game shop, they've, they obviously sell PlayStation and Xbox stuff as well. And Nintendo have taken the time to blur out all of the PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox logos <laughs> in this store. Yeah. Oh, dear. Like they're a, a middle finger on the news or something like that. You yeah, know, like an old- this is like, do you know what this is like? This is like watching Donald Trump handshake someone you know he does all these shitty power moves of like yeah. you know trying to crush you know and putting things he does this is what it feels like yeah the yank this is what it feels like yeah yeah it's such a nintendo we know that playstation and xbox exist it's okay many of your customers have one of those next to your switch exactly so- I mean, were they afraid that that Sony and Microsoft were going to be like, we saw our things in your video? How dare you? No. Because that's not going to happen. <laughs> the, the only logical explanation for this is somebody thought, what if a Nintendo fan sees an Xbox logo <laughs> and suddenly thinks, hey, I should get an Xbox and burn my Switch? It's like uh, it's like what do you call it the uh, the philo- philosophical thing the cave, you know someone wandering outside the cave. There's a whole other world out here. Exactly. My God. Oh Nintendo, you don't understand videos, do you? 
<laughs> I'm impressed they're able to get videos online. So am I. This, <laughs> this right, it's it's, it's quite something. Like we can't have you see that. There are companies who are notoriously arseholy about such things. Um, for example, you know, featuring very prominently well-known Coca-Cola bottles in videos can be problematic. Yes, especially in Britain because of uh, our much more stringent, much more uh, standardized anti, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, some weird advertising bollocks. Stuff. Yes. So yes, that can, that can be a thing. That's the one. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but on, on YouTube, online. yeah, those yeah. those rules don't exist. And even if they did, I don't see Microsoft coming down on you anytime soon to say, get our logo. It's not like they're endorsing them or, or no. even acknowledging their existence at all. But that's what they've done. Silly people. Yes. Other things Nintendo have done. Thank God for Nintendo this week. Like, seriously. Mm. Uh, they've closed down Mitomo. Sad, mm-hmm. sad times. I mean, God, when I think of all the happy times I had on it, the, the hours I poured into that mobile game. We want to thank you for enjoying Mitomo so much. Mm, don't. Yeah, we didn't. Save um, those tears. We, we didn't enjoy it. That's why you're closing it. Did, did either of you two ever play it? No, nah. it was a complete and utter load of bollocks. Um, <laughs> you you basically build a me, and then you answer questions like, "What's your favorite pizza?" and pizza stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, any pizza. <laughs> and and you were then supposed to ask Although, qu- ask questions barbecue. of your friends like, "What's your favorite pizza?" Could you imagine if Cambridge Analytica got hold of this information? I know it's crazy stuff, isn't it? It would be terrifying. Um, and that was apparently a game of some description. And if you asked and answered enough questions, you would win coins that would allow you to buy cosmetic items for the character that you'd made up so that people saw them when you asked or answered their questions. Yeah, that's where I remember that because it was announced a few months ago that this was going to be closing down. But the first stage was they were making the coins unavailable for purchase. Yeah. And now that now they've fully shuttered the thing yeah uh so it was a complete load of toss and never worth anybody's time for any reason so there was never a use for it ever Um, unless of course you wanted to know people's favorite toppings of pizza personally anyone who likes barbecue pizza can fuck right off i don't it's too much for like a whole pizza yeah i i don't dislike the taste i get it but i wouldn't like that's my whole pizza is barbecue. Mm. I could have a slice of it at a party, maybe, or something. Problem is, because yeah. usually the barbecue sauce they use is too sweet, mm. so it yeah. just feels like you it know, throws yeah. off all the other all flavors. the other flavors. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think anybody really cares that they've closed uh, Mitomo. Well, now that we've started talking about pizza, I really want to get in and find out what people thought. I just like pepperoni. I mean, you don't, you can't go wrong with that. Mm. I like a, a chicken supreme, you know, with sort of the mushroom, sweet corn, peppers. Mm. Nice. Nice. I'm partial to a stuffed crust as well, I must say. I do enjoy a good stuffed crust. I do, mm. yeah. It's nice. Although when they started putting in hot dogs into the stuffed crust, I was like, no, no, no it's too off. far. Too yeah. far. You say that I had a good one of those from Aldi. Like, mm. worth, worth checking out. They do their own stuffed crust ones with hot dogs. 
and that was mm. all right. That was all right. Pizza did it's a, not, a garlic even if butter one. It's not a one. taste thing. It's an ethical thing. You know, I just think we're going too far. Stuffing food into other food. It's like if they, if they genetically, you know, I'm all right with I'm all right with a turducken, but if they actually genetically engineered a turkey with a duck with a chicken inside, uh, you know, I found that all weird. Yeah, let's move on to gaming stuff. Um, I think EA have done a earnings call or some shit like that. I don't know. Yep, it's um, your man Blake Jorgensen. Okay, should be fan for. No, not so much. Uh, okay. But in it, they've, they've revealed some interesting things that we can look at and go, oh. Um, the one they've picked out from this article is that PS4 is outselling Xbox One two to one, which is... I can't say I'm entirely surprised. Quite mm-hmm. a ratio there. Yeah, but I've, I've got to say, obviously playing for the losing side as always, um, it's um, I'm not surprised. I think that, especially as of late, the, the PlayStation exclusives are are of extremely high quality. I think that the PlayStation system by itself is cheaper. And if that's what all your mates have got, then you're probably going to have the thing that your mates have got. Yeah, it is a shame that Microsoft, at the cur- at the moment, it does have the superior console in the One X, but it doesn't have the games to go along with that to, to actually sell I- the system. We'll be interested to see if, I mean, round Christmas, I think, might be a bit of a litmus test because obviously they've got a big exclusive. The next um, Tomb Raider game is is if dropping. Maybe, yeah, if maybe they announce the Halo game, that might help. I think that would help tremendously. Yeah, I think that it's... would help tremendously, but I don't think... I think that's the other problem as well. Bungie have basically spaffed every... Um, Sorry, I've just got the image of Bungie spaffing. <laughs> Every uh, sort of iota of goodwill that they you're gonna, ever you're had. You're going to hit it on the way back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that'll be on Pornhub next week. Um, okay, well, I've always wanted a bungee jump. <laughs> I call it a bunge pie. Um, bunge. Oh, that's one you can't do for charity. Yeah, don't oh. do that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that, um, the company mostly, re- you know, responsible for Halo, <laughs> who will now go unnamed. Um, yeah, mute my mic for a second. <laughs> he's got the giggles. Um, so I think that the, with Bungie basically, um, now somewhat discredited by, um, Destiny and all these sort of things, I think it's made it harder for them to sort of go, here's Halo and everyone go, yay, rather than, oh shit, they're going to ruin it. Yeah, where, where are the I'm loot back. boxes and microtransactions in Halo a million or whatever they're up to now? Mm. Yeah. I used to really like Halo games. Oh, I used to love Halo games. I, I still maintain the first one was groundbreakingly awesome. Oh, yes, absolutely. But not so much lately. Um, no, since 343 took over, since so, Bungie left. Right. Mm. Uh, oh, so the reason why this is news is apparently Microsoft stopped saying how many Xbox they were selling at the end of 2015. Which I wasn't aware of because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yes, I... Me too. And then there's been nothing yeah. to hear because they just don't say. And they aren't doing that because it's selling really well. No. Um, so that's that's a thing. Yeah. So EA, uh, Blake, Blake, your man Blake, uh, he said that the uh, their current install base is 130 mil which is up from 103 mil at the end of 2017, 
which since Sony do announce their figures as uh, 73.6 million by the end of 2017, a complex mathematical uh, analysis known as subtraction yeah, yeah. tells us that, uh, that Microsoft sold about half that much. Poor Microsoft. You've got to get the games. Know, although, you know, this is only a comparative thing. Still, in isolation, 30 million Xbox One sold. Well done, you. It's not a dismal not failure. Nobody is, you know, nobody in Microsoft is in the, is in the poor house. No. No, Nobody's I mean, begging I think- for scraps. I think as well, historically, I, I wonder sort of how that correlates with their expectations of what... That's the main thing is, how does it correlate to what Microsoft expect the Xbox to do rather than its market share versus the PS4? And so, I mean, sure, that's important, but yeah. if if they expected to sell 20 million units and they sell 30 million units, then tremendous success. There's no problem here. If they expected to sell 100 million units and they've only, spent, they've only sold 30, then that is a problem. Yeah, someone also, gets a spanking. Yeah. Someone gets fired for that. I mean, and also you've got that historical thing of like, you know, how many Xbox boxes they sell in Japan? Like two. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those so, two guys, I, and you know the thing, those two guys in Japan, they hate each other. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they connected, you know, they tried to look for a local game, and they just uh, they cannot get along. <laughs> you know, they've tried everything politically. They're just opposites. Uh, one of them likes barbecue pizza. I think what will be upsetting Microsoft is I, I pulled up the data. 30 million Xbox Ones isn't bad. 84 million Xbox 360s was a lot better, though. Yes, it was. And and that's really... And again, this is one of, my, one of the things I love about the Xbox 360 and PS3 and the, the PS4 and Xbox One is how... They've mirrored each other in weird ways because all the mistakes Sony made in the PS3 era, Microsoft made with the the Xbox One. Yeah, yep. I wonder then if if maybe this backwards compatibility thing is actually kind of a rod for Xbox's own back because essentially I think that until quite you know relatively recently you could probably get away with not having a one, whereas with the P- with the PlayStation family of games, you know you can't play all your old shit on your PS4. You have no. to have a three. You have, if you want to play PS4 games, you have to have a PS4. And you know, that in there's very regimented sort of segments. Whereas I think with Xbox, there's such an, in, there's a huge library of 360 stuff. It was only recently they'd stopped putting new games on both systems. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably something to do with that slow uptake. Yeah. And also the fact that, you know, the Xbox One, when it launched in its original form, was a disaster. That yeah, is it also the problem. That was a problem. Yes, that was a problem. Yeah, that yeah. that was the other thing that all the hoo-ha with you have to have a connect and it has to be online all the time and X, Y, Z. It was, it, you know, it, they didn't help themselves at I think all. If, if you screw up the launch, that that is just by far the most important part. It's incredibly damaging. It's um, why the PS3... Fucked up so hard and never well, I mean, look really at the switch. recovered. Yeah. The switch that only until well, not until this September coming does fifty percent of what the other two consoles have done as sold great guns because they had great games. Yep. And it worked out the box and there was no people going, My fucking switch is broken. You know, and it doesn't do X or Y because X or Y was not it to begin with. So um <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
basically they they're gonna be outsold by the switch soon i'm yeah. guessing by the end of this year probably probably um, the 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 according to this the the wikipedia uh the xbox one sits on 25 to 30 million units uh, as an estimate and switches at 17.79 million units and uh, rising and rising uh so yeah god expect it to surpass the xbox one in a little under two years of its launch which is that's that's hard for microsoft that is quite a dicking on um but yeah it's down to the games yep and we had that awkward period with the generation where there was as you said Emmett, games were coming out for this generation and the last one because they weren't mm. much different and it wasn't till I think Sony got into gear with this is why you need a PlayStation 4 quicker than Microsoft got into gear with this is why you need an Xbox One. With Xbox, yeah. yeah. And so, so once uh, you've Sony got that- do have the far better uh, first party developers, you know, the, uh, the, with the likes of Naughty Dog and yeah. studios like that. They, they have really managed to, you know, uh, pull ahead. They, they really have. Um, and that's that's what did it. They just got that first momentum in the first year, I think. And uh, you can't really come back from that unless you're Nintendo, apparently. But mm-hmm. I would still argue that the Switch is a ninth generation console. Yeah. But that's just me. God, there's so many old systems that have sold better than the Xbox One. It's just, you know, <laughs> and the Game Gear isn't that far behind it. It's, you know, it's just bad for them. Um, should we, let's do game chart now. Oh, okay. Cause that, that kind of, I feel like I've just been looking at a chart. Oh, let's look at I another one to change the thing. I think I did. Yes. There yeah. we go. So God of war holds on to its number one spot again. Nicely, nicely done. That's what third week, third week running. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. So well done there. Uh, I still have yet to play. And my i got a re- i got a, a very brief review from my brother who's now completed it um he rated it a nine out of ten and it, he absolutely loved it he thought it was great cool uh number two new entry donkey kong Ooh. country tropical freeze um it's still weird to see donkey kong from a con- <laughs> from a company other than rare it's still weird seeing you know developer retro studios that you're not rare yeah they're not but do you know what it's a damn good game okie doke um i kind of ended up getting it (laughs) which is a way of saying i ended up getting it uh i hadn't played it on the wii u so it's a new game to me and it's amazing well, I think that's probably why it's number two in the charts, because I don't think anyone played it because it was on the Wii U. That's the yeah. best thing about it. Now They they have just eradicated the Wii U from existence. I've They're ne- literally destroying the Wii U's games as we speak. You know, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. I don't think you can get it on the Wii U. You, you can't get it on the Wii U anymore. They took it away yeah. to give it to the Switch. It, it's it, I've never seen anything like this before. Ever just what's the Wii U? We don't know. We went. We used to make the Wii, and now we make the Switch. I don't know what this Wii U thing is you're talking about. We are at war with Eurasia. We have always been at war with Eurasia. (laughs) No, it's like in Egyptian times where if the last pharaoh who died was shit, the pharaoh now just starts chiseling their name and image off all the walls, (laughs) so just obliterate them from existence. That's what they're doing. And Tropical Freeze is just another one. There is. 
and I think I've said this before this game came out, there's no reason to buy a pre-owned Wii U anymore. Every playable game on it is on the Switch yep. or coming to the Switch this year. So it's done. They've made it a meaningless thing, which is so weird. Uh, but I'll talk more about Donkey Kong Country at the end bit. Um, is there anything else significant, actually? Uh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. It's fallen out of the top ten. Holy yeah. shit. All the way down to number 12. Dun, dun, dun. So are they still bringing out this sort of full full tilt mega edition of that? Or is the, uh, I yeah. haven't heard anything more about that. I'm not sure when they launched it. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, okay. What was the name of it? Uh, premium edition? Something like that. I, yeah. I think it's all, it's already out. Premium edition launches in April, so it looks oh, okay. like that's you know this is now a, the 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 crest of that receding. Huh? I cannot find it online to buy. <clears throat> Not the premium edition. Is it digital edition. only or? No, no, they did retail. Hang on, I'll search for premium. No, it's not coming up on Amazon. That's weird. Just the regular version, which is twenty six ninety nine. No, twenty six pounds even. So I don't know. Don't know what to tell you there. That is weird. It is odd. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is in the top 10. That's odd as well. Curious. Who's buying yeah, that? Yeah, it's up. Is it, is it, is it a pack-in, though, with new consoles now? I don't think so. I think it might be no. uh, they're announcing... Uh, they announced recently the another, a new D, uh, DLC pack for Solo. Which is coming out in a right, few weeks. Right, there so we go. Maybe that's maybe that's boosted things a bit. Picked it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Although not a film people are, you know, excited about in the slightest. Excited about, yeah. Um, Nintendo Labo has plummeted. <laughs> yeah, as it was always gonna. Where is it? I can't even see it. Number thirteen. Uh, number, oh right. Oh yeah, Nintendo Labo Toycon Variety Kit. Yeah. Uh, well, with a name like that, I'm how could you still... not want to fuck it? not in sure, entirely sure why it's out now. That has a Christmas thing written all over it, and they brought it out in April, so I don't really understand. Yeah, that. and what I'm actually noticing as well is this is Nintendo Labo Toy-Con 1 variety mm. kit, which is at number 13. Mm. Uh, kit number 2 doesn't feature in the top 40. New. No. Is that the piano one? No, the the one the variety kit has the piano. The other one is the right. big robot thing. Oh, I, I think people want the robot more than the variety pack. Well, but... I'm sure the kids do, but I'm, I think the parents are look, looking at it going, "Oh fuck it's that!" A, it's a ton of more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll get him the cheaper one, and he'll get the tired paper of it. Cuts the game, yeah, yeah. that he's going to get tired of. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, I'll get them the one that's less likely to fucking break. So this that that it, I don't think it did. All that well, but then I've it's seen it a- advertised on TV a couple of times. But other than that, not really a, a whole bunch. So I don't really know. The thing is, it's a toy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not for us, and I I think that this little boost on the variety kit has been people like us giving it a go. Maybe with I I think there's been a lot of denial that Nintendo would make something that is not an out and out just video game for gamers um and it's a toy for children mm-hmm. so i i it's not gonna sell as many copies as god of war you know certainly it is as a niche. you said it's not, a niche not, product isn't yeah. it 
and certainly not in April when, you know, like you say, a lot of these are going to be Christmas presents. And, yeah. and Labo more so than any of the others. Because uh, this is a perfect Christmas thing, though, right? You know, you unpack it and then send the kids yeah. off to play with that. And Sherry's for the adults and fuck them. You know, it's it's uh, it's the perfect keep them quiet present. Exactly. I mean, this falls into sort of Lego kit territory. It does, As yeah. far as toys go. So I'm not surprised it's, it's plummeting out. But I, I kind of thought it might do a bit better than it did. But, well... <laughs> This chart is full of surprises. Labo this and Labo that. (laughs) You know, what's the next bit? There's just Jehovah this or something like that. Oh, Jehovah. (laughs) Yeah. There's just so much proof on this chart that proves no one fucking listens to us. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, who who is buying one, two, switch to keep it at number 33? Everybody. It's garbage. Just don't. I know it's cheap. Do you know why it's cheap? Because it's, it's poo. garbage. Yeah. And in fact, there are games that are not poo that are cheaper. So try those instead. The rest of the stuff makes sense, you know, but God, why, why are you buying one to switch? Just, just don't. I was just noticing how many different studios of uh, Ubisoft are in here. We have Ubisoft Montreal with Far Cry 5 and number three. Then we have Ubisoft Montreal again, Assassin's Creed Origins, with uh, uh, at number seventeen. But then we also have Ubisoft France, with Just Dance. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, and then Ubisoft Bulgaria. Mm. I didn't know they had a Bulgaria thing with the Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered at thirty nine. Maybe it's just like a remaster studio kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I think Ubisoft are colonizing the world. Maybe so. It seems to make sense. I think we should keep an eye on them for that. What is what is their mascot? A little rabbit. Ah. The rabbit's a burrowing animal that, you know, moves into an area, takes over, can be quite invasive. Yeah, they breed a lot. They do. That's what they do. Uh, and that's pretty much the charts. I mean, the rest of it is basically just stuff that's come out recently. Um, yeah. But, I'm, yeah, I'm glad to see Donkey Kong there. It, it's been pretty good. Disappointed to see Burnout Re- Paradise Remastered only uh, entering the chart at 28, because it's a fucking excellent game. It is a remaster, though. It is a remaster, but, you know, come on. Very <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, one new story left. Okay, great. One more, yep. Soon you'll be able to play Steam games on your phone. Hang on. What, what? Oh, right. I, oh, I yeah, see. They, they oh, worded right. it in a really okay. weird way. Yeah, yeah. That, that headline is deceitful, slightly. You can't install Civ 5 on your iPhone. That's not what they mean. No. They're just no. doing a Steam Link app for phones. Which makes uh, sense of that thing uh, during the recent the fall seal, where they were giving away, they were essentially giving away Steam Link boxes. Yeah, they were, weren't quid. they? Yeah, yeah. I almost got one, and then I realized I don't fucking need this. Um, so it does seem like they were trying to clear their stock because they realized everyone, you know, the technology in the Steam Link box, everyone has that on, you know, any phone going back probably the past five or so years. Yeah, something you know, like that. You know, that it has the capability, so now they're just adding an app that'll allow you to, uh, as long as you have a computer uh, in... Uh, in in your house on the Wi-Fi that's turned on, you'll be able to stream your uh, your games from that to the phone. 
uh, over Wi-Fi. That's nice. nice. It it is yeah. actually. It's 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 nice. I like it. I'll, yeah. I'll never ever that, do it, but it's no. you know. I might a, do it for fun one day. I don't know, but uh, you know, considering my you know my computer is like there, uh, <laughs> I never have any excuse uh, to go to another place. Yeah, that's and, yeah. Uh, and and a game I would play on my PC as opposed to a console wouldn't work on a phone. Well, this is the funny thing I was thinking because it's what's surprising is the amount of quote-unquote mobile games that are on the Steam library. Are there is, a lot? Uh, there are quite a few. A few, yeah. Quite a few, yeah. And you can usually tell like whenever you open one games. up. Yeah, like, you know, that the interface is very clearly, it's all oriented around, you know, you just use the mouse, you don't use your keys yeah. for anything. They haven't bothered to add keyboard shortcuts for anything. Uh, the interface is massive, you know, doesn't, you know, it's meant to be displayed on a tiny screen rather than a 27-inch uh, 144 uh, hertz screen. So, you know, for people who buy those games on Steam, you can now stream those to your phone. Instead of getting them on you your phone. weird, weird bastards. Yeah, that would be a weird thing to do. Yeah. Some people will do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, it's not a bad idea. Just, I mean, can I not do that with a phone app for the PlayStation? Or was that just for Sony phones? that they did uh, that i'm not sure i know that you can stream you can do it to your computer there you is can a stream to your computer there is an app for that uh yeah i'm just sorry, there's, a, the... there's a helicopter outside my remote i don't know if you can hear it um yep if, if you yeah. hear a crashing of glass and me screaming i never done it just continue <laughs> yeah there's nothing like that there's a god there are a lot of playstation sony apps that i had no idea about Mm. Um, but yeah, there's no. I do. It is funny. Valve also said today it will bring out a similar video app later this summer. If you've purchased movies or shows on Steam, you'll be able to watch them on the go over Wi-Fi or LTE. Who is buying their films and TV on Steam? <laughs> That's they... a confusing statement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know they're there, but I um, I think I I went into the Steam preferences and turned that off. I know I turned it off. I even turned off, uh, you know, software when Steam started offering that. You know, programs. I disabled that in the in the options. I'm just going in to see what they actually do, and if I can find oh videos, there is Video Hub. I as if yeah, as if I've ever bought a video off. Yeah, Steam. It's there like are- I you know I'm quite. You know, I, I understand, Valve, you know, you, you don't make games anymore because your hands are so full with managing Steam. But, you know, the time that you put into bringing video and movie sharing to Steam, that really could have been better spent on a Portal 2 DLC. Yeah, something like that. There, there are some movies I recognize. There's... An occasional TV. You can buy Dirty Grandpa on Steam if you want. Oh, joy. Um, At last. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Top sellers, a Dead Space animated collection. It's grim. It It is. It really is. Really. Yeah. A a really good payday. The web series. No, no, thank you. Um, The Limey with the, the... Bloody hell, that was awful and such an old film. Why is that being pushed on here? That's odd. Yeah, I don't know why people would buy anything on here. 
I really doubt they are. Mad Max Fury Road, thirteen ninety nine. That feels like you know, great film, but that feels too much. It it does at this point. Yeah. I didn't pay that much for it. I think I paid a couple of quid for it on Amazon or something. So I don't know why you would do But do you know, I, I think the same thing every time I see that you can buy TV uh, series on the PlayStation store. Yeah. Who, yeah, it's who weird. is doing that? I, I get the the rental, maybe. If you want to rent a movie, something like that, why not on the PlayStation or Xbox? But as for like building up a library of, mm. of content you own, I, I can't imagine why anyone would think to do that on a PlayStation. There, there's, yeah, because you can't get that stuff out of that ecosystem, can you? And the, no, I, I couldn't. I was going to say, like, if you were somebody who maybe didn't like have, a, like, you literally just had like a phone, and you weren't a person who did like the Sky Box, the Virgin Box, and you had your digital, your digital media that way, then maybe you know if you choose to use it like i think that xbox and sony would really like you to use it as like a home hub sort of thing um then but i feel like that's not a lot of people who actually use these things i feel like yeah but i i, I think that that is that is how sony would really like you to use an, a, a playstation but hardly anyone does yeah i doubt anyone does well do you know what that must be bollocks because there's they're still doing it, so they, they there's they must be selling stuff to people. Otherwise, it, they wouldn't bother anymore. Mm. So I wonder who is doing it. I just I, I prefer to get things like videos from a much more platform agnostic kind of place. I'm, yeah. I'm much happier with Amazon, who are happy to put their app on everything you can put an app on, uh, rather than Apple, who want you to buy Apple hardware, which I have found restrictive. I must admit. What? I know. Even me. It's it's not that bad a problem because basically every time I pick up a device, it's got an Apple logo on it so I can access yeah, my is. iTunes <laughs> library. Um, and to be honest, I probably could do with a new Apple TV. I think that's what's slowing me down there. I've got caught up in browsing Steam now and it's just depressing because I can't run any games. <laughs> so that's that's all the news in the world. This week, other than that, go and see Avengers or wait until E3. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, God, there's, there's like that means there's four more weeks like this. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Oh, no, doesn't... I, don't, I, don't, I don't discount the, uh, A, uh, lots of leaks before E3, and B, just some tremendous disaster happening that we have to talk about. And there's always we can always bet on Atari doing something absolutely batshit yeah. that we can, we can talk about for half an hour. So I'm not concerned. Any developers out there, if you're waiting to do something massively racist or sexist or just yeah, do in general now. horrible, we could really, <laughs> if you could move that up the pipeline, we would be yeah. so grateful. Or we could talk about this thing that's just dropped that in completely other random news. Have you heard, you boys heard about this thing in Canada that human feet keep washing up? Yeah, what, yeah, no? yeah. They've had another one today, the 14th. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy that it's an even number. I know. There's, there's that, that uneasiness the that feet. comes That's with. That's the thing. It's different people's feet. So this is the 14th different person's foot that's washed right, up. Yeah. They on, don't wash up on. in pairs. They, they haven't on. found seven pairs of feet. They found whoa, 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 14 whoa, 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 feet. Whoa, 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 whoa. We skipped over an important thing. In shoes. In shoes. Yeah, in running shoes. That's how they keep floating up to the surface because obviously the shoes are buoyant. So it's a foot in a shoe and it, they just keep finding them. It's near Vancouver. They just keep washing up. Oh, Bloody. my God. 
<laughs> yep, this, this, there's That's... a Wikipedia page for it. The Salish Sea yep. <laughs> Human Food Discoveries. Yeah. A map and everything. Today. I mean, if... I mean, we're... <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, somebody is putting human feet in the sea. Well, these must <laughs> you know? these must be murders, because well, I if mean, these were this... people out there whose feet, you know, had you somehow would think people would be lost. claiming these feet. If these feet <laughs> yeah. are unclaimed, then I'm guessing that the body that accompanies them is also out there somewhere. Well, that's true. I mean, but people have also said um, it's entirely possible these are people that were. Uh, from the the 2004 tsunami or similar disasters at sea because yeah. obviously ocean currents and a lot of people, you know, the tsunami came in, the sea went back out and lots of people didn't come back and the currents would would take, you know, like I say, just a floating shoe with a foot in it could flow. I mean, it's been, they've been washing up since 07. So there's lots yeah. of things from what we know. Some of these poor bastards from MH1, MH17 or something. Yeah. So this now, if this is the, the the Wikipedia page lists eighteen, so if another one's been found, that's nineteen. Nineteen. Thank you for doing the maths for me. Uh, no problemo. And there's also uh, been a bunch of hoax ones as well. People mm-hmm. stuffing, you know, animal bones and meat into a shoe, <laughs> which is that's got to be a weird Saturday. <laughs> How bored do you have to fucking be? I've been that bored. <laughs> They always say, like, oh, it's someone walking their dog. Rich, how, and Mike, actually, how freaked out would you be if the dog, I mean, Whiskey or Paisley, <laughs> brought back a bloody human foot and plonked it in front of you and said, hey, I, you're dead? I would, first of all, reassure him that he was a very good dog. Yeah, and then you'd I, immediately I, I, take John, a you. and send it to me. I, I and then would, after you've done that. Yeah. Fuck, you want to see the, there would be, the Who did you day. get that from? Where? where <laughs> did... <laughs> And you'd be looking around for a one-legged person very angry. I would be super relieved. I would first have to check that it wasn't, like, fresh. Yeah, the, the, the decay adds some relief to the whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah. you haven't, you found it then. That's not as bad. You haven't stolen it off some <laughs> yeah. poor person. Yeah. So that, that would be it. I, I do worry. Like, so, as you, yeah, so many things. Like, a man out walking his dog found the body. And it's, oh, really? Yeah, I've only that, got to worry about Jasmine bringing me spiders. It's what yeah. I worry about walking the dog. What am I going to see? Apparently, dog walkers see the worst I, mankind has to offer. Especially you walk them, Rich. I walk them in a fucking graveyard, so. <laughs> yeah. We did We did actually find a body uh, last week, but uh, it was still alive. Uh, it was a. Uh, uh, a, a, a young woman who had imbibed a little too much. I was going to say, were they well refreshed? Uh, she was well refreshed, and she had just decided to have a little lie down in the middle of the path. Ah, right. Yeah. The dogs completely ignored her. Uh, you know, we went over. Are you okay, love? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Bye. She wasn't See, there the next day, so, you know. Be fine, then. <laughs> Yeah, fine. fine. So, what have we been playing this week? In an absence of news, I've been trying to play as much as possible just so I can pad out the end of the show. So, you know, what <laughs> what have you guys been doing? 
Emma, you want to go? In, in an effort to completely do the opposite of what you've done, Rich, I only played one game this week. And I because uh, my gaming marathon has basically left me with a lot of things that I've started but haven't finished, um, I've sort of uh, gone back to Red Dead Redemption. Uh, not Undead Nightmare, just the, the regular store, regular game. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. And um, But I'm, I'm going to say something that I feel might be slightly blasphemous. I may have me jettison from this show with a quickness in the yeah, while I we're like big it on the blasphemy yeah where we hear yeah. that yeah while I like it I don't love it okay okay I think it's all right. all right when I'm playing it I'm enjoying it um but other than that when I stop playing it it's not like where I've had with other games of like I'm mad I'm not playing it right now and the mechanics of it have yes. not aged especially well. They were really, the really good eye, when it came the out. Dead Eye is really annoying. Yeah. I sort of envisaged it that it was going to be like Vats, right? In Fallout. <laughs> but it's not like Vats. No. It's far easier to just shoot normally than it is to use Dead Eye, honestly, for me. And I mean, the, but I feel like my complaints about the mechanics and how I've sort of, how using the map. And I mean, because the map is basically a, it might as well be a paper map on my table. Big for all, I mean, but I think because obviously I, the last open world adventure game that I played was Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. And, you know, it might as well be from space compared to Red Dead. And that's not Red <laughs> Dead's fault. And so I feel, in a way, I feel, sort of feel mean saying things like that about the game. Um, but. I also feel that I've played games recently from sort of the same era ballpark. I mean, things like the last Fallout, so 3 and, mm-hmm. and New Vegas, which are obviously are not in the same sort of games exactly. But yeah. when you sort of go and look at their maps and all the sort of the, the mechanics of how they work and how you get from a place to a place and the things that you can encounter in, in the world and sort of the side activities, I feel like there, there's a lot more in that than there is in Red Dead. Do you know what I mean? So apart, I mean, there's sort of no incentive for me to do anything except blast through the main quests. You're, you know the the side yeah. quest stuff are you know is they're they're sort of obviously you can go and do all sort of the ambient stuff they call it sort of the hunting and the treasure hunting and stuff like that which is fine and okay or you can go and break a couple of horses or do a couple of little bits and pieces go they really want you to gamble a lot I just like, pictured I Tom Hardy lifting a horse over his head yeah. and bringing it down <laughs> just on his snapping knee snapping it over his knee yeah and, first I will uh, break your body. um and you know they have like sort of the stranger missions and you know but i mean a lot of those is literally like like walk 10 feet over there do a thing and then come back um or you have to travel obnoxiously far away from where you have to go and then come all the way back i'm really tired of looking my horse's ass um (laughs) so it is is handy that that is the one thing you don't have to look at when actually riding a horse in real life that's true. You get to, you know, stay up the interesting end. Yeah. Um, so I, in a way, I sort of feel mean for feeling like this because it's not the game's fault. It's my fault for not playing it when it was groundbreaking. And so I feel a bit disingenuous complaining about hey, it's a bit basic. But then at the same time, I sort of think, well, I've played other games in the same era that were much more advanced in sort of the open world aspect. So, yeah, I mean, it's that sort of thing of I will play this game to completion. I will probably try and do, you know, it's not like, but I don't sort of feel the same feelings that I felt like with Far Cry or or Fallout or 
um, some other games that I've played of like, I am playing this until there is no, I've drained every yeah. drop out of this game. I sort of feel happy that once I finish the main game, I've done a few other bits, I can put Red Dead Redemption away and then that's it. I think it's especially true if you've played uh, like GTA 5. Yeah. Because GTA 5 playing that and then going back to uh, Red Dead Redemption, because it's in the same engine and it's the same basic kind of gameplay, you realize how improved, how much more natural feeling and how much better uh, they how much more refined it became and then going back to a more unrefined version of it it really stings a bit so I mean, that, I, I, you know. yeah I, I sort of feel like i wonder how they're gonna i, I sort of wonder if I, I do sort of feel like sometimes with red dead it was sort of deliberate choices like there isn't a thing to go just fast travel from place to place to place they sort of wanted yeah. to have you this thing of like you are in the old in the west you will travel from a to b on a horse like you're supposed to if it's you want to fast that, travel you have to make a camp yeah, it's so you have to find that, the right spot. Yeah. To make camp. It's slightly, it was a slight hangover from uh, their attempts in GTA 4 because GTA 4 attempted to be a life sim. Yeah, in a way, it, it you know it tried to be very realistic to the point where a lot of it wasn't fun. Yeah, and I think people going back, if people go back to G, which they don't tend to do, funny enough, where people are far more likely to go back to Red Dead Redemption than they are to go back to GTA 4 because GTA 4. It's like you're feeling, only much worse. <laughs> are you yeah. thinking? Of, sorry, yeah. are you thinking of San Andreas? No, four. GTA oh, I, four, Nico. Okay, yeah. I, I never had a. I thought I always thought it was San Andreas that had the really boring shit, like the you have to go and eat, or you get skinny, and you have to go to the gym, or whatever. And that was well, the no, real- because San Andreas was also, you know, in a way, the most ridiculous. You know, it had jetpacks and yeah, aliens yeah. and all that shit. You know, they they fully went mental with that one. But yeah, that was yeah. San Andreas was sort of leading up to them going full life sim. GTA Four was full life sim, and then Red Dead Redemption they toned, pulled it back a little bit, <laughs> and then yeah, uh, GTA Five it was sort of mostly gone. How do you feel about because uh, we skipped over this because it actually happened fucking last Wednesday before we did the show. <laughs> uh, the trailers and screenshots that were put out for Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, confirm that John Marston will be returning. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I, I sort of always get a bit things about these sort of things that are, on the face of it appear to be prequels. I don't kind of like these reductive steps. I mean, also yeah. I feel like just for me, because I'm playing it currently and um, I don't feel, although John Marsden is like, I mean, the character that I'm playing currently, I mean, I just sort of feel like he's just a guy and like, I don't, you know, although, and you know, yeah. I just feel like I'm watching this bloke be annoyed by, people doing shitty things to him currently and i don't feel like well you know i don't i i wish i saw more of him being a dick in his gang that's that's what i really want to see well it seems like that's what we might be getting yeah but unfortunately uh, because they they placed red dead right at the arse end of the of the old west right yeah they couldn't go forward they had they couldn't go forward yeah so that is that is kind of the problem i mean i think that from just for me personally um my sort of look forward i'm not like oh my god red dead you know what i mean at the moment i'm just sort of thinking like oh good I, i will play that game but i think that now that i feel like 
I've played it and they've made deliberate choices to make the map quite sparse and not help you. And, you know, you just have to ride around and find stuff and work it out yourself sort of thing. I wonder if they will go sort of the full Assassin's Creed origins of like, here's all these useful tools to make sure that you have played, you've completed all the map and you know where to go and how to get there and you can ride there or you can fast travel there or x y or z or if they they will sort of deliberately strip it all back and say you know here's your map and work it out cowboy and <laughs> um, you know i'm, I'm yeah. still apprehensive about red dead 2 i would like it to be awesome oh uh, um yeah. but the fact is this is a game made by a company that haven't made a game for three or four years that's and... the same thing so are there ideas three or four years ago mm. And it's also a company that likes microtransactions and lots of other elements of gaming that I really detest. I mean, so for me, I feel like it's gone from a possible day one purchase to maybe just step back and see how it plays. Absolutely. I'm I'm not pre-ordering this game. No. Um, As much as I would love to, I, I want it to be, you know, just all those things that people want it to be. I'm a huge fan of the Red Dead game. But I'm not optimistic at this point. We'll wait and see. It might be amazing, and I'll rush out and buy it. But until we know that, I refuse to get excited about it. Oh shit! What's happened? They're, they're going to do a version that that I I foresee this happening. All right. They're going to do a version with a cowboy hat. I like a real life cowboy hat. Would like a cowboy hat. I would also really like a cowboy hat. Okay then. Yeah. So that's where you, you know. So are you you're still playing the story then, Emma? You've not got to yes, the end. Yes, I am. Yeah, I was. I'm near the end. I'm near the end. So, um, uh, but like I say, because I sort of spent a lot of time do, like doing my usual approach to open worlds, where I sort of do a few missions and then spend quite a lot of time doing everything else except the main mission. But I just felt like that didn't really reward me um, in this instance. It didn't really say, okay, well, this this advantages you in this way before you get to the main story. Whereas I, I just feel like there's not a lot of incentive for me to hold back from just going through the main story and then coming back to some bits later when I haven't got, you know, um, banditos shooting a hole in my back because, you know, I'm at a point in the story where I pissed them all off. So um, <laughs> I, I'm just sort of in the, in the thing of like, um, okay, I'm just going to sort of truck through the main story now and then I'll, I'll backtrack and you know go and do a load of miscellaneous shit for all these random people i've encountered on the road so um yeah i'm just i'm sort of towards the end of the main story now i'm nearly there okay cool. okay cool hopefully i'll have it finished by the next time we speak we'll get on that good luck yep. with it mike <laughs> what have you been playing take a fucking guess oh yeah Easy with the witcher 3 witcher 3 isn't it yeah I haven't looked at any other game this week. It's I've now I've put about another thirty-five odd hours, and I'm up to fifty-five hours, and it's glorious. It's wonderful. I am massively in love with this game. Uh, I've put about 50, yeah, but put about fifty-five hours in. I'm I feel like I'm not even halfway through it. So hang on, hang on. You just started playing last week. I started playing last week, yeah. So that 55 hours you put in, which it has to be said is more than a legal working week. That's Jesus fuck. You've done in a week. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's sort of what me and Mike did with Assassin's Creed Origins, that, I mean, that I've... Except 
within that up. week, we were pretty much done. You know, if you'd powered through, you know, Assassin's That's Creed Origins. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I've I've got over 100 hours in Assassin's Creed Origins now. But I mean, there were days where I was putting in 10 hour shifts on Assassin's yeah. Creed Origins. I mean, and that's that's hand on my heart. That's a disgusting behavior, but it is true because I couldn't put it down. Find a way to monetize that. That's well, yeah. that's the key to it all. Is and and that is the holy grail of gamers, though, isn't it? How can yeah. I get paid money to continue to sit here on my ass playing this game? See, if I was anywhere near competent, I would just be a booby streamer, but I'm really not. So there you go. I would, you know, my, my, my avenue is cut off. <laughs> yeah, my foster, two stone boobs. I had a, I <laughs> no, had a go one. at it myself, Coffee. but it, it was, it was uh, wildly unpopular. Have you ever figured out the postage for those? <laughs> I'll tell you what would kill me is that obviously with the booby streamers you really have like to see, see them on my cameras I really have to jack them up so I'd have yeah. to make a lot of money to get an, an adequate bra to hook them up to my chin so you can see them <laughs> uh, go conical have that be your gimmick uh, <laughs> I'll just get a shelf and prop them on top yep <laughs> Uh, yes, so I've been uh, putting a lot of time to that. I've been doing, and I've been sort of splitting it among the the different quest types, because you have uh, there's your main quests, which don't really change a lot. You sort of, you know, you're on um, your basic the basic plot line is you're looking for someone, and that is your main quest throughout the game. Uh, so they don't change a lot, but then you have a lot of secondary quests, which you discover as you go through the world, uh, you know, some of which help you with the main quest, but aren't necessary. Uh, and then you have your contracts, which are people who've put up, you know, a sign saying they need this monster killed and you haggle with them over prices and you try and find out about, you know, what it is exactly. And then you go and kill the fucker. Um, and then you have treasure hunts, which are... Uh, you just uh, as you go through the world, you d- you'll discover uh, uh, sort of maps which will lead you to you know incredibly powerful pieces of gear, you know, uh, equipment, uh, swords, armor, things like that. So I've been I've been trying to put in time to all uh, all of the different categories, and uh, <clears throat> the thing that's sort of most striking about it is it feels like the even the you know the smaller secondary quests. None of them feel like they are, uh, they were just filler. Every single one is like a fully scripted, fully voice acted thing. There's none of this. I keep coming back to the, the thing with Skyrim, where you walk into a town and there's someone like, oh, someone, some bandits stole my sword. Could you go get it for me? And then you go get the sword, kill a bunch of bandits, bring it back. He's like, oh, cheers. Thanks for my sword. Here's some money and some experience. There's none of that. Everything feels like it had a writer attached to it, um, and the way it's funny the way they do uh, the way the all of the quests are set out is that they're sort of multi-stage, where you know you'll your first part will be to find out about what's going on, then you'll have to go somewhere and track something, and at, at every stage you're getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of experience points, but each stage uh, instead of uh, again like a Skyrim or a Fallout where you get all of the experience dumped at the end of the the mission once the mission is complete for each stage of the mission you get uh, an amount of XP that is proportionate to how difficult that part of the mission was okay so whenever you like whenever you take on a contract 
Um, you'll get a little bit for, you know, finding out, about, out where the monster is. You get a little bit for tracking it. You'll get a big dump of XP whenever you kill it, because that was the hardest part. But then you, you know, when you go back and actually complete the mission by getting your payment for it, you know, you might get like 25 experience points because you just had to go and ask someone for, you know, some money. So you could leave it there if you don't give a shit about the money and you don't give a shit about, you know, having a, a quest log that's full up of half completed quests. You could leave it. <laughs> but- well, I mean, it's a nice thing as well that if you're because I sort of do when I do these open world things is if, if I'm in one town, I kind of pick up all the quests in one go mm-hmm. and then sort of look at the map and go, okay, so what's the most logical way to get from quest to quest to quest without me fanning around too much? And then go all the way back to the town eventually and then sort of turn in the quests in one go because um, it's sort of the most efficient way to move around the map, especially if like you're doing sort of what I call sort of just admin where yeah. you just, you don't even clearing do anything up. clearing up, just tidying up. So um it, it's good because you get the big XP dumps sort of where you need it most. So if you're like, okay, I need an X, you, you kill a monster as you're going straight to kill another monster, you get the XP, sort of the most amount of XP right when you need it, essentially, especially if it's the difference between you going from level one to level two, for instance. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, okay, I can just pop back to the town whenever and pick those quests up because I'm not waiting for one big dump of XP at the end. So it's a nice way to do it. Well, I think I'm not 100% sure about this. This is only what it feels like so far is mm-hmm. that um, all all of the quests in the game do have a, you know, uh, recommended level. So mm-hmm. you can tell uh, because when you're in the overworld, when you're just, you know, uh, ra- you know, running around, the game has no compunctions about you just wandering in, you know, at level 10, accidentally wandering into an enemy who's level 30. Level 40, yeah. And they will fucking destroy you. <laughs> they absolutely will. You will, you know. Uh, you, there's no amount of skill <laughs> that can uh, overcome that level gap. Uh, so that luckily, would be the equivalent of in, in Origins recently. So you're wandering around and accidentally bump into a Falakatai, which yeah. is something that happened to me a couple of times. Yeah, I remember taking on my first, uh, yeah, the first one of those in the game, the first Bounty Hunter, uh, you yeah, know, thinking got, right. I got I, fucked up by the first one. Yeah, the first one I was like, because I, I tell you what happened with the first one of mine. It was uh, at an outpost, and I saw a thing, you know, there was a big brazier, and I saw this big mm. brazier, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll go up to oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it said, press X to light the brazier. I was like, okay, I wonder what that'll do. Reinforcements are on the way. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was like, thanks, game, you dick. But yeah, uh, there is that, but uh, luckily each quest does have a uh, recommended level, and it mm-hmm. feels like um, if you like go back and I think the experience uh, scales with you. So I think if you do uh, like if I'm level twenty and I go back and do a level ten quest, I won't get as much experience out of it as if yeah. as had I done it at level ten because yeah. uh, you know it wasn't as hard for me. Uh, but luckily, the impetus is still to go back there because there's always an interesting story around them. That's you know the way they've uh, made it so that you do want to go back and complete those old quests. Uh, uh, one fun thing that I uh, I'm trying not to blush too much about this game because it is bloody fantastic. But the uh, the game work uh, the the game world is separated into how many? There's one, two, three, four, six areas. Uh, six separate maps, if you will, six different regions. You know, like uh, in, As- in Assassin's Creed Origins, when you 
you know, you have the main world, but then you also have the DLC areas yeah. like, uh, you know, the, I can't even remember the name from the first one. Like Thebes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah places like that. Uh, and you start, the, you know, you start in White Orchard, which is a fairly small little game world. It's where you take on your first contract and you learn the game. And it's pretty, you know, quick to clear it out. But then you travel on to the, the what I would can what I consider to be the main area of the game, which is Valen and Novigrad. So it's a big swath of country with swamps and rivers and, you know, highlands and lowlands and all this. And then north of that is a giant city. So I spent like 40 odd hours just there because there are huge areas and there's a lot of, a lot of quests in there. And also the different regions on the map do have a level recommendation beside them. Uh, so I stuck around where I thought I would be, you know, safest. And then around level 17, I headed off to the next sort of big area, Skellige, which is a series of islands. And two interesting things happened. First off, it was kind of like being back in Skyrim mm. because it's a series of islands. They're sort of mountainous islands. There's a lot of snow-capped, you know, things. That it, it looks very much like Skyrim. Did uh, a lot of rain, <laughs> a lot of, you know, uh, crappy weather. But what was really fascinating was the people who live on the island, they've decided to mash together uh, Celtic and uh, sort of Norwegian uh, folklore, uh, you know, uh, mythologies. So you have, you know, longboats and, you know, those sort of classic, uh, you know, Viking style huts and things like that. Mm. But everyone on the islands speaks with a Northern Irish accent. It's mm. so weird. And it's a huge range of Northern Irish accents, you know, that only someone from Northern Ireland would recognize. <laughs> it's well, so I weird to hear that in a game. It's super weird that when you end up in a game and everyone has your accent, this is what happened to me playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite startling because you just sort of, you're pooling around and it, you just sort of, you, they have a sort of the background bump in, in while you're walking around these, walking around the towns and things like that. And yeah, it was just, it's just kind of weird. You just sort of ex expect kind of fantasy stuff, but when you hear someone, you know, like me, you know, dropping the THs and not, pronouncing water correctly and things like that. You just sort of, um, yeah, it's quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like Cockney is an under, uh, an underrepresented. Uh, no, but properly, like, but I mean, you, you, you're accurate. Uh, accurate. Yeah. That's, I mean, that I was going to say, I mean, this is a similar affliction that I'm sure that you suffer, Mike, that yeah. when you, when these things are in the media and you think I've never heard that noise in my town ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, like I say, it's the uh, the range. It is uh, one of the things I do find when I hear Northern Ireland. I think that Northern Irish actors uh, don't, because they're Northern Irish, they don't get a lot of experience. <laughs> so sometimes they're not the best at voice acting. They sort of they put it on a bit. They accent, you know, you know, push it a bit far, uh, and there is a bit of that, um, you know, over the topness to it. But it's just so weird to hear. That, I mean, and it really is Northern Irish. I've heard mm. like one or two accents that maybe strayed down south a bit, but uh, yeah, it's so just I've and it it's accurate enough that they must be Northern Irish voice actors. Mm. And I'm wondering, you know, I I, I somehow missed the uh, 
the the casting call for Witcher Three Wild Hunt. We need a bunch of Northern Irish actors uh, to play this, you well, know, to, to voice our game. You, you need an agent, then, really. I do. That's how you get these things. I <laughs> do, indeed. I do, uh, and because it's uh, a mishmash, you know, a mashup of uh, Celtic and uh, Norse, you have people talking about uh, uh, the coming of Ragnarog. <laughs> Ragnarog. Yeah, and whenever they say it, because I have subtitles on, it's R A G space N A space R O O G. So they really have sort of <laughs> they've tried to you know Irish up North Norse mythology, <laughs> and it is kind of hilarious. And you know it is uh, you know all tribal, and they're all at each other's throats, and each each clan hates the other clan, and all that all this kind of stuff. Uh, and that's great. So I, I've been enjoying that. Um, I think I finished sort of the main quests around those islands, but uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, secondary quests and uh, uh, and contracts which I'm going to stick around and finish off before heading back to to the mainland, to the continent, as they call it. Um, but I don't want to gush too much about the game. So every week that I play this, I, I am I'm planning to have something to whinge about about it and you know assassin's creed origins yeah uh your horse in it i forget his name but you have a horse and yeah i've got a horse yeah but what do you mean what i actually called the one that i had or generally because oh, i gave did, mine a name what <laughs> what did you call yours dusty okay that's nice that's nice okay dusty the horse mm-hmm. uh the witcher has basically the same horse system in place okay where you can at any point you can press you, you, uh, you press a button you actually double tap the right uh, or the left stick I, I believe uh and you'll whistle for your horse and your horse will suddenly spawn Arrive. yeah <laughs> near you and the idea is that you know you then get on the horse and you travel away to where you want to go um and if you're on a path you can just hold a button and the horse will keep to the path you know, so it'll sort of auto steer on the path. Um, and in Assassin's Creed Origins, that's that works basically seamlessly. Yeah, you just press it's, the button and let it, let the horse walk. You don't even yeah. hold, hold, don't even hold it down. You just tap it. Okay. Yeah, just tap it. And as well as that, you you know, whenever you call the horse, he'll spawn in nearby, and then he mm-hmm. will run up to your side. The horse <clears throat> in Witcher Three <laughs> would be better off as glue. He is. <laughs> fucking thick it is just spawns on a mountain and plummet straight down it yeah he will you know when he spawns near you he will happily spawn in someone's gated garden and he'll just sort of look around and I'm like i don't know what to do i'm a horse i don't know but you can be out in a field uh, you could be in an infinite level plane and you call the horse and he'll spawn in and he will stand there looking at you from afar, trying to calculate the route to get to you. It could be a straight fucking line and you still have to walk over the horse. Then you get up on him and you take off. And this is where problem number two comes in. Where, Say you're automatically trotting along a, a, you know, a path and you want to split off from it. So you steer in a direction. He will fight you to stay on that path. 
It really does feel Got like you're now. just, yeah. It really does feel like you're Turn dragging around where him. possible. You're dragging him <laughs> off, you know, you know, the path that he is wanting to go. And this is sort of exacerbated by the fact that the uh, the map, the whenever you you know, on the little map, it does show you a path to your nearest your uh, your selected objective. But it really is early generations of satnav level intelligence. It's constantly re- you can be on you know a straight line and it will constantly be recalculating, trying to figure it out. It'll suddenly change from you know the path that you're on it'll try and pull you across a field or steer you towards a fucking lake and it really makes it, it I, i've been doing a lot of walking yes uh, well i mean it would some one of the things that's been irritating me somewhat about red dead in the uh, my, my lovely horse <laughs> running through um, the field running through the field um because fast travel is essentially non-existent and it's far too far to walk to most of these places you take the the horse everywhere problem is the horse really wants to follow you everywhere so we'll walk into the path of direct gunfire at all times um we'll just fuck off over a hill when you you know you're hulk tied a (laughs) hulk tied a a bounty and you're like yo where's oh shit it's gone so you're whistling for a horse people are shooting your ass full of bullets and this horse is just like hello and then goes down and hail the bullets and you're dead too um so yes the horse horse technology you would hope had moved on and i think you know origins is pretty good but um yeah yeah that that's that's annoying (laughs) And again, I was trying to think that I was being spoiled by Origins because it is such an identical system, mm. but just done so much better. Um, there is also the annoyance that uh, when you're on the horse, you can swing your sword, but you can't, uh, for some reason, I think you can fire your cro- crossbow, but you can't use your uh, your magic, your spells, which is really, really annoying because I discovered... Yeah, you, you might turn the horse into a pumpkin or something. You can't be too careful. Would, Fucking improvement, mate. Fucking improvement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I have found that uh, occasionally you will come across bandits on horse. And the first time I I did this, first few times, I was sort of, we ended up fucking like going around each other, slowly cantering around each other, trying to, each of us trying to line up a sword swipe. And it was just, it was embarrassing. Again, something that Origins does really nicely, where you can just drive by motherfuckers and just get kill them instantly which is great yeah which is actually quite a lot a lot how i solved quite a lot of problems in origins just beep beep boom, yeah dead. yeah drive by so no i i discovered fairly quickly that the best uh, thing to do is uh whenever you see someone on a horse coming at you hop off your horse and then as the other guy magic comes him. towards you just <laughs> magic him hit him with a telekinetic blast uh knocks him off his horse knocks him down on the ground you literally walk over to him and because he's down on the ground you press x and you just you execute the son of a bitch uh but it's just annoying that you can't knock fuckers off their horses from your horse you have to get off your horse to bring them down to your level as it were so yeah the horse sucks despite despite obnoxious horse physics i mean the more you talk about it the more i kind of want to play this but i dare not because I feel like I would turn into like Howard Hughes and be, you know, wazzing in bottles and things. I've come close. I shaved my oh, head. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, wait, this will this will grow in by the time I'm finished. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so that's that. That has been a major. He also right, just another. He also has a fucking tendency to find like I'll be on a path 
and he'll suddenly, the horse will suddenly hit an invisible fucking wall and be unable to continue forward on the path. I have to jump off the horse, walk past the sort of bizarre psychological barrier my fucking neurotic horse has set up, <laughs> and then call him past the barrier and hop back on. It's really lucky that the Witcher, That's even super though weird. the world, the Witcher, the world of uh, the map and the Witcher, it again, it's kind of like Skyrim in that it's you know they are big. But they're not like Assassin's Creed scale of big. You can walk. And the great thing about them is they are, even though they're all sort of countryside and, you know, forest and that, they're surprisingly dense. You know, there's a lot to do. You know, you never really have to go too far to find something to do. So I can easily foresee me putting a few hundred hours into this. I was going to say, this is a ginormous game. I mean, have you done the thing that, you know, I dare not do, so I, but I can't help but do with RPGs and stuff. You go and look at your completion stats and you're like, I've got 55,000 this. Oh shit, I've only done 15%. I have not, I haven't dared. I have yeah. not dared. I've had a look at the, uh, uh, I had a look at the achievements, which are quite fun. Uh, yes. they're, they're the good kind of achievements where there are ones that, you know, uh, for completing story objectives and all this. But there's also ones for that sort of suggest uh, ways of playing the game, like combat techniques and stuff. So uh, return to sender, kill three opponents with their own arrows. That was satisfying. Mm. That was very satisfying. There's one for uh, there's a there's a bomb you can get in the game, uh, which whenever you throw it at someone, it doesn't do damage, do much damage to them, but it explodes into a, a cloud of gas, which you can then set on fire to cause a massive explosion. So there's an achievement for uh, instead of throwing the bomb and then hitting them with a fire blast, throwing the bomb at enemies who are already burning and letting it go off. And the, the achievement is called that is the evilest thing. <laughs> Been quite enjoying that. So, yeah, uh, I haven't got I sadly haven't got the uh, Humpty Dumpty achievement. Kill 10 opponents by knocking them off somewhere high with your telekinetic blast. I need to get on that. Hmm. But yeah, so that's all I have played and all I will be playing. Red Dead Redemption 2 can fuck off. Fair enough. You might not be finished by the time that comes out, which is October. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Rich? What have I been playing? Okay. What hasn't he been playing? By the yeah, what, what haven't I been playing? So I, I got Splatoon 2. I think I actually got it in time for last week's show, but I hadn't really played it. Yeah, I think you did mention it. Yeah. And now I've really played it. <laughs> and fuck me it's good oh oh it's really good it's really 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 good i am in the process of writing a review on it for my website and stuff and i'm at nearly two thousand words and i haven't said everything yet um <laughs> i can't help you if you ever played the witcher i know this is what worries me about that game um mm. i've played mainly the multiplayer which is fantastic. It, it's so well done and so well put together. It's such a satisfying game to play because you're always doing something positive to help. It, it doesn't give you those moments that other more shooty games I've played with the, the sniper from far away that just kills you as soon as you spawn. That kind of thing is impossible in this game. So it's, it's such a nice, fun game to play. And it's it's made all the better by all the stuff that Nintendo have put in around the game, like the the uh, character customization and the uh, Splatfest things and stuff like that. It's just brilliant. I don't have a bad word to say against it. And I thought, I, I don't know, I was, I was worried I wouldn't like it or that I'd get quickly bored with it. 
But the fact is, it's fantastic. And just banging that game in for a quick blast for a couple of rounds, it's, it's fantastic fun. I, I really recommend it. I, I can see now why you can't get a pre-owned copy of it. <laughs> really? Right. Because no, once you've got it, you're not going to sell it. You know, you might as well trade the whole Switch in then. It's, it's one of those. Like, <laughs> really, it's that good. Fuse it to the console. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And really, I could not get a pre-owned copy. Game didn't have one. CEX didn't have one. Um, there were none on Amazon and none on eBay when I looked. So I, went, I had to yeah. buy a new one. Uh, so people out there, you might well have to buy a new one because no one is selling this game once they've got it. Uh, that says a lot. I think I mentioned that in my review. So that was Splatoon. Cool. Um, incidentally, I was on Team Raf for the the which turtle is best uh, Splatfest, and my team won. You didn't go with Michelangelo. It was it was Raf or, or Leo. They're oh, redoing right. them, so mm. they have shooting at Raphael or Leonardo. I believe <sighs> next weekend it is Michelangelo or Donatello. Oh, that is they've split those well. They did, they did. They did. And Carl, when when the when that event was on over the weekend, you'd you'd log into the like the the city square, and it, they've changed it now. So it's then it's all got the Splatfest team colours up, and there's posters everywhere with the event on, and there's like a live music show going off at the front of the square that you can stand and watch. It's just crazy. It's funny because whenever Nintendo started trying to do those live event type things, those limited time events, um, like even in Pokemon, like the latest Pokemon goes, the first few were like massive failures. Like the first, few, you know, they had like collect, the, you know, capture this many of this Pokemon in, you know, a week for a reward and like nobody did it. So it sounds like they're becoming more successful. Yeah, they get, they're getting good at this. And it's it's just great fun to play. Um, so much attention to detail, so much thought's gone into this game. It's it, it really is very rewarding, to be honest. I I don't know if I'll get the DLC that's coming out soon. I, I'm certainly not going to rush out and get it right away. Um, well, it's gonna. That's the uh, yeah. I thought that was coming out later in the year, a it, bit it, later in the year. The sort of the story mode DLC. Yeah, it, it it's much more single player stuff, which I I yeah. do think is great, and they should definitely add that there. And everything, I mean, but I, I, but personally, I'm playing it for the multiplayer. Yeah. So, but considering we are still sort of pre E3, and that comes out post E3, we don't know what the situation is going to be like, you know, for the Switch and others. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's all kinds of things to come. It's I'm just really enjoying it. So glad I got it. So glad I got it. Then by just one of those times when you know when you think you're gonna have to pay a bill and so you keep the money around and then it turns out you don't actually have to pay that bill so then you've got that money that was on a bill and you think huh donkey Kong country tropical freeze comes out today (laughs) i i could go and get that that costs less money than my car insurance i i'll do that then okay yes so i got donkey Kong country tropical freeze and it's no it's not fair to say it's my first donkey Kong country game because I've got there's Donkey Kong Country on the SNES Classic Mini, uh, yeah. but it's the first one that I've sat down to with the intention of I'm going to play this game properly, I'm going to get good at it, and I'm going to finish it. And I'm really enjoying it. 
It's so fucking hard. It's obscene. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's oh. the scuttlebutt I've seen on the internet. Right. So as I've now learned, the ranking of hardness, the ranking of difficulty in Nintendo platform <laughs> games, based on character and game franchise. Kirby is the easiest by a long yeah. shot. Then Yoshi. Yeah. Then Super Mario Brothers. Then Donkey Kong. <laughs> if Mario Brothers was as hard as Donkey Kong was, it wouldn't be as popular. Yeah. And so that's it's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So what I'm learning is that Donkey Kong is Nintendo sort of, all right, you want a fucking platformer game? I'll give you a fucking platformer game then. <laughs> kind of <laughs> franchise. And it, it, it's so hard. Every level takes me half an hour to an hour because. Your mileage may vary. I'm just not very good at it. Um, the The fact that it still uses a lives system keeps me on edge and my palms sweat huh. throughout the entire thing. Interesting. Thought they would have dropped that by now? I think they would have were it a new game made for today rather than a port yeah. of a Wii U game. But as we said earlier, this is another exercise in erasing the Wii U from uh, existence. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is absolutely a game you would have bought a Wii U to play. And now you don't have to. So it's just another one of those. Um, There's not much to say about it. There's somewhat of a story, but it's just a MacGuffin to make Donkey Kong keep moving forwards, really. It's not that important. Um, One of my favorite stories about Donkey Kong is uh, back in the late 80s, Someone, uh, some executive at uh, Universal uh, got in touch with like their lawyers because they uh, someone mentioned to them that this game Nintendo were making Donkey Kong, which was about a giant gorilla uh, called Kong, was making a lot of money. And the guy was like, oh, we can't have that. That's our that's our, you know, they're infringing on our copyright of, uh, you know, of uh, King Kong. So they got in touch with their lawyers and it, I think it went all the way to a courtroom where it took someone to point out, <clears throat> Universal doesn't actually own the rights to King Kong. <laughs> they just assumed that they did <laughs> because they'd made a film about King Kong. It was a pre-existing property <laughs> that they had just, you know, made a film about. They didn't own it. So that's my, one of my favorite Donkey Kong stories. That's wonderful. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Um, but I, I re- if, if you haven't played it before, I definitely recommend playing it. If you're into platform games, I mean, if you're not, you're not going to fucking hate it. But um, I'm I'm loving it, but it's, it's a slog. Uh, and I'm aware that there are many... So- it's the kind of platformer where there's like, and there are these pieces to collect on your way around and these other things you can collect and all that sort of thing. And if you get them all, then this bonus level will open up. I was uh, about to say, are there, yeah, are there sort of the yeah. standard levels and then the, the sort of the bastard hard levels and, that you and, can find? And so I'm looking at all these unopened bonus levels that I'm going past thinking, I will never play that. I will, <laughs> I will just get to the fucking end of this game and I will feel very pleased with myself for doing that. Um, and that's, that's all there is to it. You can buy extra lives with your banana currency or or whatever it's called. So that's, that's a help. Um, I really recommend it though. It's a lot of fun. Oh, sorry. Just, I'm positive there's going to be a fucking cryptocurrency called banana coin. There is is one. There is. Oh, no, there is. Banana coin. Join organic token generation event. (sighs) The Screw price of banana people. coin is protected by the cost of one kilogram of bananas. 
<laughs> I love that. You know what? Cryptocurrency should have been a thing when Banana Republics were a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, would you believe to go through to get to the the Banana Corn website? I had to go through a fucking uh, <laughs> DDoS protection page, just making sure that you're not trying to DDoS us. Uh, this must be a joke. It probably is. I think. What else? It started as a joke, and now it's a real thing. I uh, I also pl- I went back and worked my way to the end of Rayman Legends as well. All right. Um, mm. I I'd been. It was, again, one of those that I played until it was giving me headaches because it, it, it had gotten so hard. Um, but that was because I was at the end of the fucking game, so that's why it gets hard. Um, I'm just full of innuendo today. And it's the free game on PlayStation this month. So that kind of made me think, oh, I should go back and do the one that I'm nearly all the way through. And also just the Donkey Kong thing inspired me to go on and do really hard platforming games. Um, (laughs) Having reached the end of Rayman Legends, I can say I also really enjoyed that game and recommend getting that as well. That's quite a cheap one at the moment, even for the Switch. Mm. Um, I am actually looking it up because I'm like that. 25 quid for the Switch. Well worth 25 quid. Well worth it, especially if you've never played it. I don't know about rebuy value if you got it on, well, any of the other platforms it's available on. And just looking, because I know there's sort of two of those modern Rayman games. There's Rayman Legends and Rayman Origins. Origins is the that older sort of, one. That, that yeah, sort of, Origins uh, was the sort of, yeah. That was, I have that on the Wii. Right. Um, of all things. So it's that, that was kind of they, era. When they finally started making Rayman games again after they, you know, they, you know, I'm mixing my metaphors here, but milked the well of the Rabbits franchise dry. Yeah, they did a bit, didn't they, for a bit? Yeah. Uh, Origins um, was pretty good. Um, I've not played all the way through it. I've played a few hours on it. Uh, like I say, it's on the Wii, so... But this on the, the Switch was really good. But you can get it on PS4, Xbox One. I think there's even a... I bet there's like a Xbox just, 360 uh, PS3 version. I'm just looking here because I was curious, so... Um, yeah, there's been one, two, three, four, five, five core Rayman games so far. Uh, Rayman one, two, and three. Then uh, there was a uh, an eight year gap between three and Rayman Origins. Then they did Rayman Legends, and they finally announced that coming at some point in the future is Rayman Four. Right. Okay. That's a really annoying way of breaking this. You know, breaking from a, a numerical release. It really order, is, isn't it? And then just deciding, okay, we're going back to that now. That's what they do. Yep. Yeah, if you want to play Rayman Legends, and I do recommend it, it's available for everything. Was meant to I'm be. Looking, a... I'm just looking forward to uh, Raving Rabbids Origins whenever they decide to go back. Not playing Rabbids. <laughs> remaster the. Re- uh, That's just, yeah. So I, I got to the end of that. That was good. I feel like there's been other things, but no. I th- Oh, I played more Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. Oh. I'm still enjoying that very much. It's fun, yeah. isn't it? It's so adorable. It hasn't yeah. gotten too hard for you? Not yet. I feel it will. <laughs> I'm less than halfway. No, they, don't, they, don't have a, they don't have a huge difficulty curve. Um, well, I mean, in the ones that I've played, I mean, I haven't played all of them, but um, the ones that I played sort of t- towards the very end, there are a few who are like, eh, what? Um, but um, yeah, they, you will just, 
get kind of a random spattering of ones that make you go, what the fuck? I mean, because like, if you look at the age I was just about to say that what the what the fuck puzzles in each game there are, just occasionally there's a few where it's like, okay, that didn't require lateral thinking. It didn't require careful observation. It didn't require any kind of logic. It required some sort of psychic ability. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and as well, when you sort of finally either work them out or in my case, just really quit and then look up the answer online. Um, and you look at the back I of the box and it says seven are plus. One or two, yeah, there are one or two puzzles in each of those games that are uncompletable without a, a guide. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, that. yeah, I, th- I think you're right. But, but then you look at the back of the box and it says seven plus. And you're like, I'm a goddamn 30 year old woman and I couldn't work that shit out. How was I supposed to do that when I'm seven? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, the, I didn't it's the think one acceptable that... form of child abuse that we have left, <laughs> melting their little tiny brains. Here, try and play this and keep quiet. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I, I've enjoyed it very much. It's been lots of fun. And I will continue to play and possibly order some more of them, actually. Because mm. why the hell not? Still love me that 3DS. One? Yeah, I will try. I promise the next one will be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's the effort I will make for you people. That's what Yay. I'll be. And then, uh, God, I'm still waiting for a game to come from Super Rare Games. They're do-, do you know what? <laughs> love what they're doing. I love their products. Their delivery is shit. Really? And needs sorting out immediately. The fact that I pre-ordered this game and they announced it released and shipping on the 27th of April and I still don't have a copy. For reference listeners in the future, it is now the 9th of May, so I fucking should have. So where is it? But other than that, I'm sure it'll be lovely when that game arrives. I, mini rant. I don't I don't want to get cross at them because I really, really like what they do, but this is frustrating <laughs> as hell as a customer. It really is frustrating. And you, you follow them on Twitter and you see all the retweets of people posting theirs that have arrived and say, look, this come from Super... <laughs> yeah. And you're like... So why did I fucking pre-order it? What was the point in that? <coughs> Mini rant over. Just wanted to end the show on some anger. Yeah, for, it's uh, good to have some every week. For no reason. Um, we, we have been fairly happy this week, so thought I'd get in there. I think that's everything. Mm. Um, I have nothing left to yeah, give. I, have no- mm-hmm. I, too, have nothing left to give, so I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Actually, we're fairly indifferent to that, but it would be good if you have, especially if you made it this far along. If you've not been enjoying it, that's odd. Please go and tell other people about the show, though. Do it on social media like Facebook or Twitter. We put up these tweets and posts that say there's a new episode out, and if you could retweet them or share them, that helps us out no end. And also go and visit simplysyndicated.com slash everything where you can subscribe to our website and get ad-free versions of this show and all the other shows that we put out during the week. Uh, thank you, all those people that do that. And also, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash syndicated. Thank you to all the people that help us out there. Every bit helps, and you're all, all awesome. So I'm going to say goodbye now, and we'll say hello again next week on Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Bye-bye. We done? Yeah. Okay, Witcher.